What's going on, guys? In this podcast, I'm going to talk about some teams that could uh, you could at least make a pretty solid argument that these teams need a quarterback. And I'm going to look at what they have drafted in the first round over the last five drafts. Okay, some of these teams have drafted two guys, and uh, some teams didn't draft a guy one year. So I just went back to give me five years of them drafting a quarterback. I mean, I'm sorry, of them drafting someone in the first round, just to take a look at and see what who they got and. and if those players would be at this point, and of course hindsight, or at least somewhat hindsight for the guys drafted many years ago, would they be worth trading for someone like Deshaun Watson if you could do that, right? Because I'm a I'm of the belief that trading five first round picks for Deshaun Watson right now is something that is still profitable for you. So let's go ahead and take a look at these teams and just see how it all turned out for them. And, and uh, let's begin things with the New York Jets. Okay, so the Jets have had high first round picks, right? So it's not this is kind of a um, a different type of situation. But in my opinion, I'd still do it. And here's why they drafted in the last five first rounders, Makai Becton, Quinnen Williams, Sam Darnold, Jamal Adams, Darren Lee. Okay, how many of those guys are in their long term plans, would you say? I'd say pretty much as it stands right now, it's Makai Becton and Quinnen Williams, right? Jamal Adams is obviously gone, and he netted them a first-rounder back or whatever whatever the compensation was. doesn't matter. He netted them good compensation back. Sam Darnold's still on the team, but I think we can all agree that that's very much in question, at, at least right now. And uh, Darren Lee is, of course, not on their team. So I believe they traded Darren Lee away for like a fifth-round pick a couple years ago. So, you know, obviously that didn't work out. So if you want to call this a – if you want to just say how many of these guys were a quote-unquote hit – so far, it looks like two in terms of long, that will stay with the Jets long term. Of course, Jamal Adams was a hit, right? So if you want to get you know technical, it's three. But in terms of like impacting the Jets for multiple uh, or for at least a second contract, it's in my opinion just two guys. That's Beckton and Quinn Williams. Okay, so let's just say the Jets still had all these guys in their team. Would you trade them for Deshaun Watson? That's a bold statement, but I think. I think I would, right? And I don't think that's like, you know, you're, I don't feel like you're giving away too much. And I know Makai Becton is awesome, awesome player, right? But he can be an awesome left tackle if you don't have the right guy that you're blocking for. I don't see, you know, how many games that will result in you winning. So, um, you know, and Quinn Williams is also awesome. So I, I love those two guys. And it, at this, if I would have done this podcast last year, there are more many people that were ready to throw in the towel on Quinnen Williams just because he had one kind of underwhelming year in terms of production. I was not one of those people, just for the record. Okay, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, another quarterback needy team. Let's see who they've drafted, and they've drafted pretty well. But uh, okay, so Caleb on Chase on last year, as well as C.J. Henderson. Okay, so that's that's I'm counting that as one, right? So those are two awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm not counting that as one, but I'm just going to talk about more than four in this case because they drafted two guys in one year. So that's their two first round, two, most recent two first round picks, Caleb on Chase on CJ Henderson, Josh Allen the year before that. So you're off to a really good start here. Then you've got Taven Bryan, who I liked a lot coming out, but just hasn't panned out for whatever reason there in Jacksonville. And then you've got uh, Leonard Fournette, who's obviously not on their roster. And then Jalen Ramsey, similar to what we just talked about with Jamal Adams no longer on the Jacksonville roster. So he's not going to sign a second contract with Jacksonville. As a matter of fact, he's already signed that with the Rams. So if you looked at just the guys that, that they still have, right? Chase on Henderson, Allen, Taven, Bryan. I think three of those guys 
So they have three of them that will probably see a second contract or that are hopeful to see a second contract with Jacksonville. Not that Kalon Chase had the greatest rookie season, but I don't think you're discouraged like to the point of, you know, you're, you're looking to replace him at this point. So um, Chase at best, Chase on Henderson and Josh Allen are the three that will see second contracts with Jacksonville. And these guys, for the most part, were all, let's see, one, two, two of the ones that are not going to see a second contract with Jacksonville were, were top five picks, two. And the and C.J. Henderson's a top 10 pick. Uh, Josh Allen's a top, what, six or seven pick. I mean, these are high first round picks. And Josh Allen had somewhat of a disappointing season last year in comparison to what he did as a rookie. So um, I think I would trade away Chase on C.J. Henderson, Josh Allen, um, right now for Deshaun Watson without question, right? And those are like picks that were top five, top 10, you know what I mean? So that's uh, with the exception of Chase on. So um, just interesting to look back at and see, but I think for the most part, um, even if let's just say they kept all these guys, if the Houston Texans call you and say, give me Chase on Henderson, Allen, Brian, Fournette, and Ramsey for Deshaun Watson, if it's me, I'm saying yes. Just my, you know, just my two cents. All right. The 49ers, I think, are a team that, in my opinion at least, needs to get another first round. I mean, needs to get a quarterback, right? Jimmy Garoppolo's been hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo still hasn't necessarily proven himself, at least not beyond a reasonable doubt, in my opinion. But he's a good, he's a solid quarterback, but they can get, they can release him for basically no cap charge. And uh, I think they will end up doing that or trading. So, Last five first-round picks from this team have been very impressive. Brandon Ayuk, stud. Javon Kinlaw, of course, both of those guys last year, stud. Nick Boza, stud. Mike McGlinchey, solid. Ruben Foster and Solomon Thomas are no longer on this team. So with that, you've got the two first-rounders from last year that I would imagine are at least to be hopeful to be on this team for a second contract. Nick Bosa, definitely going to get a second contract. I mean, assuming he can stay healthy. And then Mike McGlinchey, we don't know, so we'll say one, two, three, four. We'll, we'll go ahead and include McGlinchey in there. So that's four guys, right, that you've drafted in the first round out of six that are most likely or at least hopeful that you'll be able to sign to a second contract. Now, if you can afford all that, we'll find out. But point is they have, with their play, earned the second contract. Now, if you're the 49ers, would you trade Brandon Ayuk, Javon Kinlaw, Nick Bosa and Mike McGlinchey for Deshaun Watson. That's tough, right? Because Bosa's such a stud. Um, McGlinchey's a premium position. Kinlaw's a stud, and Ayuk is a stud, right? It's it's that's not easy. But in my opinion, I would do it. And as a matter of fact, I would throw in Jimmy Garoppolo as well. So, um, you know, and and obviously, guys, I'm not saying this to say that they should, right? But what I'm saying is, I want you to understand and, and fully kind of. Uh, grasp the range of outcomes with these picks because some teams it's awful you know some teams you'll as you'll see as we go on don't don't have a very high success rate in terms of getting these guys on a second contract right so the whole idea that those first rounders make up the core of your team may or may not be true you know what i mean in terms of like what happens after those rookie contracts expire Another reason that kind of ties back into why I'm so high on the idea of drafting a running back in the first round, particularly if you get him after pick 15, I think it's awesome value because you're going to get insane production, insane production per 
that rookie contract, when you factor in how much money you're paying that rookie, et cetera, et cetera, you're going to get real production out of that guy as long as you draft a good player at that position. So um, the second contract is one that I'm not overly concerned with, but I just want to I just want to keep looking at this to kind of really reinforce this in our brain so we can think rationally about the idea of trading five first round picks for a guy like Deshaun Watson. And for example, dude, let me just say this. Deshaun Watson is literally one of the very best quarterbacks in the NFL. Like that has to be considered when we make this decision, right? He is a top five at worst top five quarterback just barely entering his prime. Anyways, um, let's see here. And if you don't like the Deshaun Watson, let's say you're not a Deshaun Watson fan, let's use the same thing for Patrick Mahomes. Let's say Kansas City says, hey, if you guys want him, you give us five first-rounders, he's yours. Obviously, that would never happen. But the point I'm making is, then would you trade these guys for him? Would you trade all these for Patrick Mahomes? I think all you are thinking, yes. And I think you're correct. All right. Next team is the Colts, okay? The Colts last year, they essentially used their first-round pick on DeForest Buckner, or they quite literally. Um, It just Buckner wasn't a guy that you kind of can't fully count him in the was he a hit in terms of a first-rounder because you already knew he was a hit, which is why I love the move. But uh, in any case, they drafted DeForest Buckner, technically, Quentin Nelson, Malik Hooker, Ryan Kelly, Philip Dorsett, okay? So... Buckner is obviously a hit, but he wasn't the guy you drafted. Quentin Nelson was obviously a hit that you did draft. Malik Hooker is probably going to be a free agent this year. I believe he is. Ryan Kelly is the guy that's already made a second contract with your team, earned it. Uh, and uh, Philip Dorsett is gone. So two guys out of those five first-rounders. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five first-rounders. Um, two guys that you drafted are actually hits that you expect to see a second contract or already have. And one, two, you would have to call Malik Hooker and Philip Dorsett at this particular time, you would have to call them misses, right? And um, so that's two hits that you drafted. Three, um, if you count DeForest Buckner, who's obviously immediately signed his second contract with you before ever planning a snap. Would you trade DeForest Buckner, Quentin Nelson, um, Ryan Kelly? I think I, I think I'd trade them if I'm getting a franchise quarterback. I think Colts fans, as much as they like those guys right now, if Deshaun Watson is on the table for those guys, I think you go ahead and pull the trigger. It's just my opinion. But all right, the Panthers, my team here. So the Panthers last five first rounders, and this is very impressive, by the way. It's amazing that they've had two GMs fired in this time. <laughs> but uh, Derek Brown, I think that's a hit, right? Nice, great rookie season for him. Brian Burns knocked that out of the park. DJ Moore knocked that out of the park. Christian McCaffrey knocked that out of the park. And then Vernon Butler, who is a solid player, but just uh, was not able to sign a second contract with Carolina. But remember, Butler was drafted, I think, like pick 30 or something like that, 31. He was drafted really late. So that's uh, one, two, three, four guys that that are at least hopeful to see a second contract with your team, or at least ha- or one in McCaffrey's case has already. And I think in this case, guys, would you trade Derek Brown, Brian Burns, DJ Moore, and Christian McCaffrey for Deshaun Watson? As a Panther fan, I absolutely would do that. Like, no question about it, I would do it. Uh, if you if you wouldn't do that, would you trade Derek Brown, Brian Burns, DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey for Patrick Mahomes? This is not a realistic scenario. I know. I understand. I'm just trying to establish like 
the parameters here and the true value of these quarterbacks, right? If you wouldn't do it for Watson, would you do it for Mahomes? You know, I think that as good of players as and potentially as great of players as those guys are, I think that the value of getting an elite quarterback is just something that you have to take if you, you know, in that, in that scenario, uh, you can replace these young guys, you know, you can sign some free agents, you can trade for some guys, et cetera, et cetera. You can try. And I mean, you can fill up a roster. I think the most important thing is getting that elite franchise quarterback. Elite franchise quarterbacks are typically what will get you to the big game. I mean, who was there this year? Brady and Mahomes. So anyways, <clears throat> The New England Patriots are another team that I believe uh, we could all agree that needs a first. I mean, that needs a, a franchise quarterback. Their last five first rounders are Akil Harry. That's probably a miss already, right? Sony Michelle. Eh, he's not exactly what you're hoping for in a first rounder. Isaiah Wynn. Yeah, if he stays healthy, he's a guy that you you definitely would call a hit. Malcolm Brown and Dominic Easley, both no longer on the team. Okay, so that is one guy. That you've drafted there, first rounders last five years or last five first round picks that have actually been legitimate, you know that you that that you're going to want on a second contract. Oh, I'm sorry, and I forgot Dante Hightower and Chandler Jones because they were the previous year. Okay, so Jones has obviously been traded long ago, many years ago, a few years ago, and then Dante Hightower has been a great hit. So that's two guys that you've drafted, and that was a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven first-rounders. Two of them are either under a second contract with you or at least hopeful for that, right? So imagine if you would have come to the – if the Patriots came to you seven years ago and said one, two, three, four, five, that we'll give you seven first-rounders for Deshaun Watson, right? Imagine if Deshaun Watson was actually in the NFL at that time. But, like, you would think that's crazy, but it would have worked out amazingly for them if this is who the the Texans would have drafted with those picks, right? It'd been like, wow, they don't regret that at all. Now, could you use hindsight and go back and cherry pick the best players that were available at each spot? Of course, right? But that's not how it works. You don't get to do that. When you're drafting, you just have to go by your draft board, right? So it's, you know, maybe, maybe five first rounders are worth dog shit to Bill Belichick, but maybe five first rounders to Marty Herney and Dave Gettleman over there are worth a lot. You know, it just really depends on how good you are at drafting, et cetera. But I think that um, in large part, we can see that there are some inconsistencies on multiple teams with these first rounders. Okay. The Saints are a team that I think may be interested in a quarterback right now. And uh, their last five first rounders have been awesome. Cesar Ruiz, I think he's a hit already. I, I love him. I love him coming out. Marcus Davenport's been, you know, solid. I don't, not quite what they hoped for when they traded up for him. Ryan Ramchick, Marshawn Lattimore, Sheldon Rankins. Okay, I think that you're going to have at least four of them that are going to at least be hopeful for that second contract with New Orleans. Okay, um, I could see it only being three because Davenport might might price himself out there, and uh, Rankins I think will be moving on. But overall, that's a pretty damn good draft, and that's the Saints that have been actually good. So they haven't really been able to use a ton of like super high draft cap on these guys. However, Marshawn Lattimore and Marcus Davenport were, I believe, top 10 picks. So take that for what you will. And, and maybe even Rankins, or he was close to that, but he didn't quite pan out. So that's even showing you, right? Rankins was a guy they took, I think it was like 11th or 12th overall, maybe even earlier than that. And he isn't going to sign a second contract with the team. you know. So anyways, uh, moving on to the Washington football team. Talk about knocking it out of the park. Chase Young, Montez Sweat, 
Yes, they missed on Haskins. Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, and yes, they missed on Josh Doxson. But, guys, this, this brings me back to, like, all those years when you see we need a wide receiver and your team drafts a defensive lineman. This is why your team drafts those defensive linemen, right? It may not be sexy and exciting at the time, but when you have a defensive line that consists of Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Deron Payne, and Jonathan Allen, all guys that you drafted, that is pretty damn exciting. Now, here's the problem. There's going to come a time very, very soon now where they've got to pay Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Montez Sweat, and Chase Young, right? That is going to be pretty difficult, okay? Because you're up. Look, let me just say it right now. You're not going to be able to pay off four of those guys. And I understand Chase Young just finished his rookie season and Montez Sweat is only two years in, but um, Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne are coming up. Like, they need their money. And you're going to have to make a decision there if we pay both of those guys, which one of Young or Sweat are we going to have to let walk? Because in all likelihood, these guys are going to all want contracts that total about $100 million. Shit, Chase Young might want one for 200 by the time he's up. You know what I mean? So um, that's another reason why I like trading these first-rounders every now and then. Now, obviously, you don't want to give away five first-rounders in a row. That would suck, right? But, like, there, name a time that you've seen a franchise quarterback entering his prime, right, a la Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, that have been available for trade. Okay, that's extremely rare and extreme circumstances call for extreme measures, right? I think that it's totally worth it, guys. Anyways, let's see here. The Broncos, I think, are a team that may be in a position that, that they would, obviously, you know, if, if Drew Locke doesn't pan out, which I think right now, if you lumped in Drew Locke with any trade you would do, if you're the Broncos, I think that would be a fair thing to um, offer. And if he doesn't pan out, obviously, you're going to need one next year, so... Um, so they're probably a team that is kind of in need, at least. Jerry Judy, Noah Fant, Bradley Chubb, Garrett Bowles, Paxton Lynch. First of all, phenomenal job by John Elway, right? Judy, Fant, Chubb, and Bowles, all hits. All will likely see a second contract, assuming you can afford them, and assuming they stay healthy, okay? Paxton Lynch was obviously a miss, but hey, you shot your shot at the quarterback that fell to you late in the first round, and you actually traded up to get him, but I, I'm totally okay with that. I think that's that's a fine um, I think that's a fine risk, to be honest. I mean, he had some physical traits and attributes to him that that could have easily panned out into being a really good quarterback at this level, but it didn't, and you missed. Oh, well, no big deal. Didn't set you back because you won a championship a year or two later, so no biggie, okay? Um, but all in all, I think as good of players as these guys are, again, like Deshaun Watson, really? Would you rather have Deshaun Watson? Would you rather have Patrick Mahomes or – Judy, Fant, Chubb, and Bowles. Okay, thank you. All right, Bears. The Chicago Bears. Roquan Smith, um, Mitch Trubisky, Mitchell Trubisky, excuse me, Leonard Floyd, Kevin White, Kyle Fuller. Okay, so Roquan was a hit. Trubisky, Floyd, White misses because they're not going to be on a second contract with you, and they're not netting you anything in a trade. You didn't get anything back for them, right? And then Kyle Fuller was a hit. So that's two guys. Out of all those first-round picks, two guys that that are likely to see a second contract or, or already on one. Okay, And um, 
you know, one of those guys was a quarterback, right? So even if you say, no, nah, man, let's just draft one at, you know, whatever. We don't need to, we don't need to spend all that extra money on Deshaun Watson. Well, you might get a Trubisky in that, in that case, you might get a Sam Darnold. You might get a Josh Rosen. There are always quarterback misses and those quarterback misses often come early on, right? Like if you, there was somebody that I don't remember who it was that they, they tweeted out something the other day. I think it was like a week or two ago on Twitter. And it was like all the quarterbacks of the last like 10 to 15 years or whatever it was that have been traded up for. And the fact that they've basically missed on every single one of them. And that tells you something, right? Number one, don't reach. Number two, quarterback is a difficult position to evaluate and then project from college to the NFL level. So in that, you know, it's just, it just is right. So like being able to pay a premium price and just get one now, I think is something that is totally worth it. At least, uh, at least it is in my opinion. Right. And I think that if we're all thinking, truly thinking rationally, a lot of, a lot of you guys will, will tell me stuff like, Nah, man, I wouldn't want to trade Derek Brown and Jeremy Chin and Brian Burns for Deshaun Watson. It's like, well, I think that that's because you're a Panther fan and you really love those players, right? And that's great. But what that also is, is emotions, okay? that's That means you're emotionally invested in those players. One of you guys, and you know who you are, I'm not even going to call you out, told me just last season that you wouldn't trade Jamal Adams for Patrick Mahomes. Because Jamal of what Jamal Adams meant to your your team in terms of leadership and the fact that he's you know the best uh, safety in the NFL yada 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 maybe the best defensive player in the NFL or a top five there there was somebody who literally told me that in a DM because it was when, right after I made that post about how uh, the Jets took Jamal Adams with Patrick Mahomes on the clock I mean on the board available and obviously that's hindsight you're not going to want to you know I'm not I wasn't trying to be you know, I'm just saying that I was making a point about drafting the best player available is always the right decision, regardless of what you don't quote unquote need or don't need. Right. You you just you need the best guy. OK, if you can upgrade your quarterback position and it's slightly inconvenient to the overall aesthetic of your um, roster at that current time, it doesn't matter. You should still improve your team. You really should. You know, I mean, there were many teams that passed on. I mean, Jacksonville is one of them that passed on Patrick Mahomes because they drafted Leonard Fournette because they didn't, quote unquote, need a quarterback because Blake Bortles, they were still hopeful on, right? Like, for example, if this year, if the Broncos are somehow on the clock, and you guys know how I feel about Drew Locke, if the Broncos are on the clock and Zach Wilson or Justin Fields is available, or even Trey Lance, if you have a first-round grade on any one of those guys, if you're the Broncos scouting department, if you're the Broncos front office, if you have a first-round grade on any of those guys and you don't draft them just because you have Drew Locke, you deserve to get fired. And the reason I say that is because you didn't have a first-round grade on Drew Locke. And Drew Locke hasn't done enough to where we would bump his grade up to that level since he's been in the NFL. And I'm again, I'm still hopeful for Drew Locke. I still believe in him. He was my quarterback one coming out for full transparency here. But if the Broncos have a first round grade on any of those guys and they are on the clock with those guys, any one of those guys available, they should absolutely draft one because they didn't have a first round grade on Drew Locke because he wasn't even the first guy they drafted with their two of second round picks that year. 
I believe they drafted Dalton Risner ahead of him, if I remember correctly. But point being, they drafted Locke in the second round. If, yeah, they need to draft um, one of those guys because any opportunity, you, you just have to take the best player available. Like you can go down the list, right? Last year, the Carolina Panthers were on the board. And um, I don't remember if there was a quarterback available, but if there, I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure there were. But if there was a quarterback available that they liked, they should have absolutely taken him over Derek Brown. And because Teddy Bridgewater clearly is a solid quarterback, but he's, you know, he, you just have to take every opportunity you can to, to build your roster, right? Like, um, I mean, to improve your roster. So that's what the draft is about to me. It's not about filling needs. Get that out of your head. It's about improving your team. And it's that, like, the whole overall, like, all right, we're going into the draft and we have our quarterback. We think, you know, he's pretty good, but we're, you know, now what do we need? We need X, Y, and Z. It leads to things that in hindsight look ridiculous, like drafting Jamal Adams over Patrick Mahomes, like drafting Leonard Fournette over Patrick Mahomes. That's what drafting for need does to you. If you draft for need, you will undeniably look like a moron within five years. It's just that simple. It, it really is. I would rather be that team that on draft day, people are like, what the hell were they thinking? They don't even need a safety. They don't even need a quarterback. You know, they don't even need X, Y, or Z. Like the worst case scenario is you end up like the Green Bay Packers this year. Or not, not the worst case scenario, but the but one of the, you know, bad scenarios is like, oh, we drafted a quarterback, but our current quarterback went off. So in hindsight, we shouldn't, you know, we should have just drafted a receiver and that would have made our team better. Maybe, maybe not. What if Aaron Rodgers would have come out and just stunk this year? Or what if Aaron Rodgers would have come out and played like he did in 2019, in 2018? Then 2021 would be the year of Jordan Love, right? You would be, you would already have a plan in place. And guess what? Aaron Rodgers, because of everything he's accomplished, would have undeniably netted you a first round pick back, right? So I don't, I don't fault the Packers for that move at all. Did I like Jordan Love coming out? No, I didn't think he was not, he was not my quarterback one. I didn't even have a first round grade on him. I think I had like a second or maybe late two, early three. I don't remember, but he definitely was not a first round pick in my opinion, right? But that doesn't matter because the Packers said their scouting department told them, Hey, we've got a first round grade on this guy. We think he's going to be one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL and we're drafting him. You know, we're, not only that, we're going to trade up and make sure we get him. It's easy to make fun of that move. And I think I've even made fun of it, you know, in hindsight with like, Oh wow, Aaron Rodgers is uh, having an MVP season and they drafted Jordan Love. Ha ha. Yeah. But at the end of the day, guys, um, the draft is for improving your team, but the, it's not fulfilling needs. The draft is a crapshoot. Tua Tagovailoa could easily be out of the league in three years. I mean, it's just that that's just the truth. Like, it doesn't mean, however, like a lot of the analytics believers, they 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 kind of take the approach that who cares just draft a quarterback. Like, if you don't have a quarterback, right? If you don't have a franchise quarterback. They think like, who cares? Just draft them early and keep on doing that until you hit. I don't believe in that because you've got to trust your board, right? 
if your board tells you that a guy is a first round pick and you know could potentially be an elite quarterback a la Patrick Mahomes, then you should not draft Leonard Fournette over him, no matter what. You should not draft Jamal Adams over him. You damn sure should not draft John Ross over him. <laughs> um, you shouldn't even draft Miles Garrett over him like the Browns did. You know what I mean? But um, if you aren't sold on a guy, then don't draft him. You know what I mean? And if that keeps happening where you're not sold on a guy and he ends up being a Josh Allen, a Patrick Mahomes, et cetera, et cetera, well, then you need to get fired, right? You have to eventually pull the trigger because you have to eventually get it, get one right. You know what I mean? So when you look at a team like uh, the Detroit Lions, for example, they just traded away Matthew Stafford. Their first, their, I mean, their last five first rounders, Jeff Okuda, jury's still out on him, but he looks to be okay. TJ Hawkinson, yeah, all right. not Maybe not worth an eighth overall pick so far. Frank Ragno, ding, ding, that's a hit. Jared Davis, Taylor Decker. And we can keep going on. Lincoln Tomlinson, Eric Ebron. So look, let's just for fun on the Lions' sake, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Let's look at their last ten first-rounders, their last ten, okay? Nick Fairley, I'd say it's a miss. Riley Reef. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a hit. Uh, Ezekiel Ansah, that's a hit. Eric Ebron, miss. Lincoln Tomlinson, miss. Taylor Decker, yeah, I guess so. Jared Davis, miss. Frank Ragnall hit, Hawkinson probably a hit, and Okuda. So, like, even then, man, that's 10 first-rounders. And some people don't think you should trade three for Deshaun Watson. Like, it is a crapshoot. It is not easy to, uh, you know, it's, it's no guarantee that you're going to draft starters, right? And there are teams that don't draft well in the first round that are still good, a la the New England Patriots. And I understand they've got Belichick and they had Brady and all that stuff. I get it. But I'm just saying... Let's open our minds a little bit to the idea of spending whatever we have to spend for an elite franchise quarterback. Anyways, I appreciate you guys for listening to the podcast again. You guys are the shit. I love you. And I'll be back either probably tomorrow. Probably going to have to do another one tomorrow. I'd like to get another one out today, but I'm in the middle of some other stuff in my personal life. So I don't think I'll be able to get one out today. But in any case, I will see you tomorrow.